So he has an interview with Denzel Washington and Spike Lee where they're talking about that movie. And there's a scene in that movie where he gives a speech. And when he gives the speech, he kept going five minutes after they were supposed to cut. So, mm -hmm. so he got to the end of what he was supposed to say for the scene, but he kept talking. Right. And he kept going and going in the speech. And when they went back afterwards, they realized that he did the speech word for word that Malcolm X did, right? He did the full speech, not just the part that he studied for the thing. And and he didn't realize it because Spike Lee was like, yo, what was that, man? I just had to keep reloading tape, reloading tape because you just kept going. And he said, where'd you get that from? And he said, I don't know. But then later on, when they asked him how he played such a good role, he said that he would get into his his room, get on his knees and ask the spirit of Malcolm X to come into him and to, you know, and to give him the inspiration he needs to do this. So he would, he would conjure up the spirit of Malcolm X so that he can channel that spirit and perform. <laughs> What's up, baby? Welcome back once again to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. We're here, baby. It's your boy, Gary G. Garcia, along with my brother and my partner, Misinformation, Brian G. Licata. Here, T, another... T, T. Uh, Brian G. Licata. I did you it again, You just woke right? up, bro, didn't you? I, I, I didn't. But whatever, man. I mean, my brain's still waking up. Yeah. You know? Uh, before we get into the show, man, this show is brought to you by by uh, one of our favorite uh, bud distributors in Queens, New York, Apollo Bud. If you're in Queens, New York, go check out my boys over at Apollo Bud over on Crescent Street and Astoria Boulevard. Go check them out. And if you say that G, Rated G sent you. You will get a free eighth on your first purchase. So go over there. Let them know that Rated G sent you. They'll hook you up on your first purchase with an extra eighth for free on the house from your boys at Rated G, man. So we're so glad to have you listening. And uh, the holiday seasons are rolling through. If you're looking for some last-minute gifts, didn't quite know what to get someone, that special someone that you'd like to spend time with, man, go out. It's not too late. Cop yourself a board, game board of X Playground. It's only... The best adult tool game ever made. You know, I say go cop one. Go get yourself a G rated G mug. G, fill it up see, with some fucking liquor. And uh and uh let's see what this is. Welcome to the biggest game night pajama party with triple X playground.com. <laughs> Saturday, January 7th, <laughs> from 10 to 12 midnight. It's not a game, it's an experience. They're gonna be doing a whole game night, people. Oh, dude. Go get Should in there. Should we register, and, bro? And, and uh, get fist deep in someone you love. Should we'll we check. register? We'll look more into that. We'll find out what's going on with that. But uh, there it is on the website. Go to Triple X Playground. Gotta give a call, bro. What's the word? Gotta get a call. Find out what's going on at the pajama party. Yeah. You need a... And while you're at it, man, if you want to support uh rated g and the things we do here put a little put a little money in our pockets why not man it always makes it easier for us to do more shows go cop yourself a mug our shirts will be coming up there soon a rated g mug with our quote in the back it's my my ignorance that makes me adorable uh the beautiful cups go grab yourself one man give it to someone you love go share the joy and at the same time look out for us and if you haven't yet like subscribe and welcome to the show mm. brian 
How you doing, man? How was your holiday? In case y'all are wondering, it is uh today is what uh 27th. December twenty third, eighth, twenty eighth, December twenty eighth after Christmas before New Year's. How how do you celebrate Christmas? I celebrate Christmas in the sense that I go to all my family parties. Yes, I celebrate right. Christmas. Very um, good. I, I do not celebrate it in any other sense of the word. Well, I want to thank your mother for sending me those cookies. I'm still going through them, but there were a bunch that were banging, man. I, I haven't <laughs> gone through them all, but there's a bunch that are banging. What's your favorite bin so far? Uh, oh, you know, the chocolate chip uh, is my favorite. Then there's another one that looks like a chocolate chip, but it's not. That one was pretty good. And then it was what it looked like salt a, on it, right? Did it have a little salt on it? A little salt? salt on it. Then it was like a, yes. it looked like a snickerdoodle, but it could yes. have been a gingerbread. No, it was, it was and uh, the peanut butters, those were banging. <laughs> the peanut butters are awesome, dude. The peanut they butters were banging. Are so good. Um, so big up. I mean, I thought I, I thought last <laughs> night I was going to throw up because last night I was on some shrooms and a little bit of edibles. Oh. And I had the munchies like mad, and I was going through those cookies, dude. Oh, I was yeah. going through them. I ate like fucking, I don't even know, half the plate. Then I was laying down, and my stomach was like, burr, burr. I was like, oh, I'm going to die right now. I should have ate all those cookies. <laughs> That's the butter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I tasted butter. I love butter. Um, she so makes them right here, man. This is, this is it. That's where all of it was done, man. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, she, she, <laughs> she makes cookies in the podcast studio. In the podcast studio. Yeah, well, big up to her for sending me those, man. I'm still going through them. I was going to bring, uh, you know, like the, the real crazy ones that I normally don't eat. Over to uh, the comedy club and let everyone share in my joy, but I said nah. Keeping these to myself, I'm gonna try them. I'm just trying them all. I'd rather you throw them out, bro. No, I'm trying them all. I'm trying them all, man. I want to big up my brothers that they see jokes, though, man. It's yeah. the holidays, and uh, the fact is that I wouldn't be out here if it wasn't for them. I'd have no reason to be out here. So big up, and big I up to know them. You. Yeah, yeah. There's some good things that came out of things, man. Um, I also want to big up everybody who did show me love for this Christmas, man. This was the year of the llama. Okay. I uh I don't really celebrate, but I do want to thank we had some fans. I got me a a llama, no problem, the llama frame llama to hang up. That's gonna go right back here. Just in case you don't know, I'm gonna put that right there. That's nice gonna catch. be right hanging there, so you guys nice know catch. what that is. I got the llama. Then I got a dope llama mug, which Ooh. says no drama, Ooh. the llama. <laughs> With a little bit of llama fur on there, man. Is that real llama fur, Gary? Uh yeah, cutting off cut off the real fucking fur of a llama. Is that <laughs> then then I got a little uh llama night lamp, the llama night lamp. You know, it lights up. See that? Oh, dude. Lights up. So I got my little oh, llama my night lamp. And then uh, in the back, <clears throat> over I my shoulder, it. I got another little stuffed llama over there. So it's the year can, of the llama. Can you pull that one closer? The the stuffed llama it looked like a it looked like a sheep from here. I wasn't wasn't sure if I didn't know you. Oh, wow. kind of looks like me, right? Look at his eyes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yours are a little beatier though than, than the I'm gonna name him Larry. So that's that's Larry the Llama. Very nice. Um, yeah, so it's the year of the llama, man. I want I want to thank everyone who gave me some llama gifts, man. I thought that was fucking awesome. It shows you people listening. And uh thank you very much, man. It's much appreciated. Big up to my daughter who got me the mug. She also got me uh this sweatshirt. That uh, it says champions, but if you look, it says queens. Ah, uh, very nice. 
And uh, and she also got me a T-shirt that was a black T-shirt with a white stool and a mic on a mic stand, which I thought was fucking awesome. So big up to my daughter. Very cool. And uh, big up to my son. My son knows I'm into puzzles. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I love puzzles, man. And him and his daughter, I mean, him and his lady got me this one right here, a thousand piece puzzle. I'm just like women's butt cheeks and everything. I love it. So I'm going to have fun doing that one. That's cool. I didn't know that. Do you do you, do you like any other games? Do you, do you like playing chess or anything like that? Uh, I could fuck with chess, yeah. you know, but I'm not like um I'm not really great at it. I'm good at people who are just learning. Right. You know, I'm not really like you know I can't yeah, I can't not, play I'm against someone who really knows what the fuck they're doing. They'll they'll demolish me. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I like puzzles. They get my brain percolating. That's good. Do you read? Do you re do you read it all? I mean, I know you I read, read all news the time. Articles, but do you ever read books? <laughs> Yeah, of course I read books, dude. As a matter of fact, remember we were talking about that book, The Screw Tape Letter? Yes. We were talking about that. Um, ben Shapiro has a show called uh, Ben Shapiro's Book Club. Oh. And uh, this week he did uh, The Screw Tape Letters. So I'm actually I'm actually uh, looking forward to uh, checking that out. I want to see that because I want to hear how he drops it and uh, what his... Uh, what his input is. And he has a bunch of other people on the show that talk about it as well, I think. So I'm going to check that out, man. It's a very good book. If you never read it, check out the screw tape letters, man. Just does sound <sighs> kind of funny. Social commentary, man, is, is kind of just like talking shit on what the other person, you know, like newscasters do it to politicians, you know, then we do it about the newscasters and then other people probably do it about us. Yeah. Well, that's how it works. That's what keeps the world going around. Misinformation. <laughs> but man, my yeah, my Christmas was good over here, bro. You know, it was nice. I, I do have a fuck you shout out that I want to get out of the way. Well, let's get that uh, out the way, man. So I went to buy a new a new hat. You know, I was gonna get a, a new Mets fitted. They got this one out now at Lids. It's uh it's black in here though. It's not a uh, not gray. You know, this yeah. is this is the 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 old old one. Um, guess how much you want they wanted for that hat. 30 bucks. 40, 35? 499. Yeah. And you know what I said? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fuck you. 50 bucks for a fucking hat. Dude, are they crazy, man? Yeah, they're a little crazy. Dude, I went in. I was like, oh, bet. Got it. Looked it over. I was like, damn, dog. I would have paid 35, man. I was not paying over 40 for that. Dude, 40, 45 is like what you'd pay at a stadium to get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do you want, man? The prices of everything are going up, dog. And you know why? Because they can. I know. Well, which way That's are they going to go, bro? Are they ever going to go down? Do I don't they, know. Do they ever go down? I know that right before you get into New York City, gas is only three dollars and nine cents. Out here, it's still like three forty-five. But when you get into like uh uh when you get into Hoboken, yeah, it's fucking like three dollars and nine cents. So I mean, that's pretty good. It's still not cheaper than it was, but it's still pretty good. Um, so that's that's going down a little bit, but it'll go back up. Do you, we'll know see, the, man. do you know what the time I'm excited is? to see what's happened, man. It's the 28th, so in three more days, Corona's supposed to be dropping his second album. So let's see what happens. Let's see how many people go out and cop that. Well, listen, bro, they they <coughs> uh the US just announced that 
anybody traveling back from China has to have a COVID test. Well, like I said, man, you heard it. You heard it here first. In fact, I was watching Ben Shapiro the other day, and he was doing a whole thing on that uh, computer shit that we was on, asking questions. And uh, chat GPT. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it. He was asking a lot smarter questions than we were. Um, but when he came down to it, he was asking about Joe Biden. He asked the computer, uh, does he think Joe Biden is senile? And the computer said no. And then he asked, why does he keep having so many gaffes? And the computer said, well, when you're 70, a lot of times, you know, it might be a little difficult to form words. And then they asked the computer, do you think, would you vote for Joe Biden? And the computer said, of course I would vote for Joe Biden. He would definitely make a great president, even though he's senile and forgets, he doesn't really know how to put together words. The computer thinks he'd be a great president. Is he watching our show, bro? Is Matt Walsh watching I don't know, but I know we talked about it first. So I always yeah. feel proud when I see other people afterwards talking. Because normally we'll talk about some shit that's already out there. I've seen a whole bunch of things on it. I want to give my opinion. But uh, that's something we came and we talked about first. Just so people know. Every now and then you get it first here at Rated G. All right? And, and I what cannot is it? believe the headline that, I just, that, I, that, I'm, that I'm on right now. What is it? I mean, let's Do all share. find out together. Oh, and by the way, I just picked up some bud from uh I picked up some bud from Apollo Bud and it's the Tyson Bud. Oh. So this is Mike Tyson's bud right here, and it's actually very good in case anybody was wondering how his bud is. It's very good. Uh yes, let's go back to that. Speaking what is that? Of, Bill Cosby's speaking, getting ready to go on tour. Mike Tyson. Bill Cosby plans the tour in 2023. Oh, whoa. Fucking Bill. Yeah, he, uh, he wow. was on a radio interview uh today. And he was on WGH Talk, and uh, the guy asked him uh, if he would if he would tour if twenty twenty three was going to be the year he's going to be able to tour again. Cosby said, "Wow, when I come out of this, I feel that I will be able to perform, and he will be and be the Bill Cosby that my audience knows me to be." Hmm. Is that Bill Cosby the rapist? (laughs) Is he giving out a free drink with with every ticket? A little bit of Molly, so everyone forgets. (laughs) A, and everyone's two, feeling two, two in a loving minimum. mood. That's interesting, man. Hey, listen, man, we'll see what happens. That's going to be interesting. I think a lot of people would probably go just to see what the fuck he's going to say. I don't think I wouldn't spend money on the ticket, bro. I don't, I don't know if I would go. If someone gave me a ticket, I might go. I don't know. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Now, what do you Speaking think? of interesting, man, I went okay. down. I've been going down a rabbit hole for at least three days now. Oh, boy. I really got sucked in. Um, They were talking about entertainment, which I'm in, right? And it was, it was, it was a little crazy because a lot of things that they talked about, um, I've experienced. But I noticed the difference. And that's what I want to talk about. They were talking about entertainment and they were asking the question, who is entertaining us, all right? That's the question, What who are we being entertained by? And what I mean by that is when you look at these actors, right? And they were showing like all these, and they were going deep. They were going like back, back in the day to like um, the first person they spoke about was, uh, what was that dude's name that he was like known as a lover? Um, like and back in the day, like if you had a lot of girls, they would say, "Oh, not not Valentino." Is it Valentino? Um, uh, oh, um, you're talking about like a like a youth, not a euphemism, but like a, like an, um, 
he was, it was an actor that like Fabio uh, or something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't Fabio. It was like Valentino, I think, was his name back in the day. Look it up. V V A L N I N T O Valentino. I can't I can't remember the dude's name. Rudolph Valentino. Rudolph Valentino. Rudolph Valentino back in the day was an actor. What years? <laughs> what years was he the actor? Bison. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 1914 to 1926. 19, look, all right, at this, so now, look at look at this guy, bro. A handsome yeah. fellow. We got to set the handsome scene for man. these people, bro. Yeah, set the scene. All right, now back back yes. in in his look time, he was he was huge. He was huge, Valentino. Like he was so huge that in the 20s and all that, when people you know were like a man was a ladies' man, they would say, "Oh, Valentino." He's like, "Uh, you know, right. Rudolph Valentino." Supposedly, this dude used to conjure up spirits. Before he would go on stage or before he would act, he would sit there and try to conjure up spirits. And if you look at what all those movies were about, his movies were about like him hooking up with a lot of women and love and all this and that. Now that's in the in the 1914s and shit, where like seeing a lot of those scenes were very, you know, that was very uh, uh, in a way taboo back then. Right. So he was the first one to start bringing all like the sexuality onto onto like a regular stage, right? And then you go into like Greta Garbo, the one who used to say, uh, come up and see me sometime. Remember that chick? Oh, yeah, that was like the first time. She right? was before Marilyn Monroe. Right. And uh, and she was like all about being promiscuous mm -hmm. and 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 like the women having the power of being promiscuous, which was huge back in those days. And they and said, I think, dude, those those are like the cultural starts. Right. Yeah. Now, now the thing with Valentino is what a lot of people don't know about him is that his wife wrote. Uh, most of his scripts huh. and he said that when his wife would write the scripts she would conjure up spirits and she would do seances and then she would do free writing where she would just sit down and let the pen go and she wouldn't even think which is the shit I share with you remember I told you that yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, where yeah. any of that yeah. came from that it kind of yeah. just flowed through me right. you know what I'm saying and what that's called is channeling and what I've come to realize is that, especially in entertainment, we're always channeling some sort of spirit. Right. I do it all the time when I think about it, because I say when I go on stage, the stage heals me. Mm -hmm. I go up there and it doesn't matter how sick I am before I get on that stage. But once I get on that stage, I'm perfect, you know. <laughs> and uh, and it's funny because before I go on stage, I, I, I go into my little, you know, I go usually into the bathroom because that's our green room. I look in the mirror, I give myself a pep talk, and then I, I do ask. I say, God, you know, to, to to give me the talent that I know you've given me and help me to do it, you know, to the best of my ability tonight, right? So what I'm doing there is I'm asking, you know, for the spirit of God to, to, to enhance the abilities that he's given me, the talent that he has given me. So I try to tap into the fullness of that of that talent, but I'm trying to do it through God because I know that's where my talent comes from. But when you talk to these actors, right, and uh, and the dude shows a lot, I mean, a lot of clips. And he's, one of the ones he shows is uh, the dude from um, Malcolm X. The movie? For the movie yeah. Malcolm X? the movie Malcolm X, right? And he talks about, uh, what's his name again who played in that? I, I, you know, like I said, I'm terrible with names. I, I should remember the name. Um, uh, Denzel? Denzel. So he has an interview with Denzel Washington and Spike Lee where they're talking about that movie. And there's a scene in that movie where he gives a speech. And when he gives the speech, he kept going five minutes after they were supposed to cut. So 
So he got to the end of what he was supposed to say for the scene, but he kept talking. Right. And he kept going and going in the speech. And when they went back afterwards, they realized that he did the speech word for word that Malcolm X did. Right. He did the full speech, not just the part that he studied for the thing. And and he didn't realize it because Spike Lee was like, yo, what was that, man? I just had to keep reloading tape, reloading tape because you just kept going. And he said, where'd you get that from? And he said, I don't know. But then later on, when they asked him how he played such a good role, he said that he would get into his his room, get on his knees and ask the spirit of Malcolm X to come into him and to, you know, and to give him the inspiration he needs to do this. So he would he would conjure up the spirit of Malcolm X so that he can channel that spirit and perform. (laughs) Now, when they went back, they looked and they were like, wow, that was that was the actual speech that he did. And they're both bugging. And Spike Lee says in the interview, he was channeling. So they're very aware of what this channeling is. In fact, when they go, I forgot what school it was. I don't think it's Juilliard or whatever, but it's some school of acting where they talk about the art of acting is actually emptying yourself. So you empty out who you are, the great actors, and they channel who it is they're trying to be. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, So now it comes down to, right, and, and and it happens a lot. He said that uh, Will Smith had called him up. And Will Smith had asked him when it came to doing Ali, how he got into the character of um, Malcolm X. And he told him, you have to channel the spirit of Ali. And he told him how he would just sit there and just ask him and keep, you know, saying, come into me, come into me, channeling that spirit. And then, of course, he went to do Ali and he did it great. And that goes to show you how they passed this on. Right. This whole thing of channeling. So now it comes down to who are they channeling? Now, a lot of religions would say that, you know, he's channeling the spirit of Malcolm X. Right. But in Christianity, that doesn't fly in Christianity to be to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, which means that when you're dead, you're dead. That's what it means. So 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 people constantly ask the question, well, then when I speak to my dead grandmother, when I go to a medium and the medium is saying that my grandmother is speaking to them. And they know all these things about my grandmother. Mm-hmm. They know all these things about what she would say to me and, and the way we would interact and all these intimate details. So they believe it's their grandmother. But scriptures and Christianity would say that it's a demon. And what those are called the familiar spirits. And the reason why they're able to give the information about your grandmother is because that was your grandmother's familiar spirit. So that's the, that's the spirit that hung around your grandmother, like the screw tape letters talk about how we're all given spirits, right? So that spirit hung with your grandmother. That spirit was there when you and your grandmother used to speak and the the grandmother. Is there any of that in Christianity? These, these, is that what you're saying? (coughs) This is, what what was it called again? What channeling spirits? No, no, no. The other thing that you're saying, it's like a spirit that hangs around. Oh, familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. Is that in the Bible somewhere? Uh, the Bible speaks about it. Yeah, the Bible oh, speaks okay. about the enemy and the spirits and shit like that, fucking with people and knowing that. That's why he says not to go to mediums. Yeah, because but man, I grew up. I grew up Catholic, right? So there's zero Bible involved whatsoever. You know, they don't. They don't. They don't use the Bible. So I don't. I don't really know the Bible. But it's like you're kind of. Yeah. You know, it, it. It's labeled Christian, but I mean, it's not. Like it's it's just Catholic. You know. Yeah. Well. it's... Uh, I can go into that too about once because now Catholicism is called Christianity. Now you notice that now they say Christi- Christians a lot 
and Catholics. They'll say, yeah, I'm Christian. I'm a Catholic. Right. But when I was growing up, that was not the case. Right. When I was going to Catholic school, I remember specifically asking my teacher, what's the difference between Christians and Catholics? Because I was like, I spoke to a Christian. They seem to have the same beliefs. And they were like, no, 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 no. Catholicism is different. That's yeah, not Christianity. Yeah. Well, the difference between Christianity and Catholicism is Catholicism, you have to go to a priest to confess your sins unto God. Christianity is Jesus is the high priest. So once Jesus rose from the dead, you no longer have to go to a priest. Now you have interaction between you and God through the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus is the high priest. So Jesus has now opened up that door for you as a believer in Jesus to speak to God. You What's no longer have to go to that, a priest. Dog? So now if you don't have to go to a priest in Catholicism, then what are the priests for in Catholicism? You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of their big things. You know, what are they going to jerk off to? Um, <laughs> you know, when yeah, they sit I mean, there and they do, go, for, for tell real, me more, you, you tell like me more, history. my brother. And they're sitting there jerking off behind that closed door. I wish I knew about the history of Catholicism more. You know, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we can go into that, but 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 trying to stay yeah, on ahead. topic, yeah. right? So, I'm I'm watching this, right? And they're saying basically that there are no, you know, there are no spirits that hang around, those are demons, yo. So, who uh, you're dealing with is demons, which is why scripture says don't go to mediums, don't go to psychics and stuff like that, because a lot of them are real. And when I say real, I mean real in the sense that they're really connecting with demons, and those demons are going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So now when you look at all these movies, and I mean, there's many of them, many of them, whenever you see a really good, good actor on screen, like capturing something, look at what they say when they say how they were able to do that. They all talk about channeling, channeling. And in fact, they show, um, they show Jack Nicholson and, and uh, I can't remember the chick's name, but she's receiving an Oscar. Um, McLean, Shirley McLean, Shirley McLean is yeah. receiving an Oscar, right? And as she's receiving the Oscar, as a matter of fact, look to see if you can yeah. pick it up. Put Shirley McLean, um, Oscar speech to Jack Nicholson. Put something like that in there because she says something very fucking interesting that'll blow your fucking mind, dude. It'll blow your mind. 1984, you think? Yes, yes. This uh, should blow your when mind. When she won? Yeah, when she won. It's her, her acceptance speech. She speaks to Jack Nicholson and she says something. Except reading right. these cards. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not Shirley <laughs> about McLean. All right, all right, hold on. It's not Shirley McLean. Um, fuck. This isn't her? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back. That's what she's talking to Jack Nicholson. Did right the there. the same thing. I have wanted to work with the comic chemistry of Jack Nicholson since his chicken salad sandwich scene in Easy Pieces. <laughs> Actually, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. This is an Oscar thing. So it was something else that she was receiving because he doesn't have the glasses on. But in it, she talks about, because to find is going to be hard, but you can look for it yourself, people. I found it. I mean, you could look for it. It's for some other, it wasn't for that because she's he's he doesn't have the glasses on. But in it, she talks about there was a love scene that they had to do together, right? And she says, do you remember... And she, first of all, like she starts off with a joke saying how like what she really loves about him is he doesn't give a fuck how he looks. Mm -hmm. She goes, you don't care about your wrinkles. You don't care about this. And like everyone's laughing because he's, he's saying basically you don't care that you look like shit. Is it? Right. Oh, this is it. This is it. Yes. Hold on. This looks like this is it. Yes. When people asked me, 
Who is my role model? Yes, this is it. In this business, I say you, Jack. I think why you're my role model has to do with the way you relate to vanity or the lack of it. I mean, I have to tell you, I just adore the fact that you don't care how you look. I adore how you commit to the part. You don't care about your little bald spots. You don't care about your stomach. Remember that wonderful stomach. <laughs> Pay attention, watch. You don't care about your wrinkles. This is all extremely important to me. Doing a love scene with, with, with Jack Nicholson is absolute middle-aged bliss. I mean, to lie in bed and rehearse a love scene, it's so funny, it's so spontaneous, it's so open. We're lying in bed and we're rehearsing the astronaut Garrett Breed love scene. He's explaining to Aurora what it was like to walk on the moon. She's loving it. And then we launched into the first take and two voices came out of you. Do you remember this? Two voices, and they were, they were simultaneous words, but they were two levels of sound. And I looked over at you, you were amazed, I was amazed, and you said, well, sure, Cheryl, I'm, I'm many different people. <laughs> I said, no, Jack, you're channeling. Now stop that. All right, now you heard that applause, right? Which means they all know what she's talking about. And did you hear what she said he did? Did you hear what she said he did? Yeah. She said. Yeah, yeah, she go said, ahead. She said, you spoke to me and two voices came out simultaneously. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. They were at different levels. Two voices, right? Who can do that? Who can, who can make two voices come out as he's speaking on different levels. Somebody and then he suggests. said, and then he said, there's a lot, there's many in me, right? There's many people in me. And she said, no, you're channeling, channeling. Okay. Two voices coming out of a person, right? That's demonic dog. Yeah. That's uh -huh. legion shit right there. When they talk about the demons of legions, that many demons taking over one person. And a lot of these actors, they all say 30 people. That's another thing. When I went into the rabbit hole, they're like, there's 30 people in me. There's 30 people in me. Something about that number 30. There's 30 people. 30 people. All of them saying 30 people in them. They're hearing different voices, different voices. Okay? Now, I can say for a fact that everything in the spiritual, right, there's, there's, there's God and then there's evil. And there's always something that goes the opposite. You understand what I'm saying? For everything that's of God, they have something that's the opposite, right? So I could say this for a fact. Yeah, man, voices will talk to you. Because when I first came to the Lord, I was hearing a voice in my head. Now, here's the difference. I heard one voice. I didn't hear a bunch of voices. I heard one voice, the voice of God. And how do I know it's the voice of God? Because scripture says a tree will be known by its fruit. So you have to look at what the outcome of the things you're being told to do brings. If it right. brings good fruit, then obviously that's of God. You understand what I'm saying? Wholesome fruit probably, right? Exactly. So, so scripture says there will be a, a lot of people in the end times who say, Jesus, Jesus. And I will say, I did not know him. Which means that there's a lot of people claiming to know God, claiming to right. know Jesus, claiming to know God, but they don't, they don't know him. They're misleading people. 
You understand what I'm saying? So now these people are openly saying that they're channeling, channeling spirits, dog. Marilyn Monroe, they said Marilyn Monroe, before she would get in front of a camera, she used to walk in circles and conjure up spirits and say for the spirits to come into her. They said that when the camera turned on, and you can see a whole bunch of interviews of this, when the camera turned on, Marilyn Monroe would become a different person. The camera would hit her, she'd be a different person, dude. She'd be this star. When the camera went off, she'd just be this like very plain, uninteresting person. Then you go and you look at Jay-Z's wife, right? What's her name? Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce, right? She says that when she performs, that that's not her. That's Sasha. That she conjures up her her other... Bro, I got to see these videos. Which is, look it up. Put up right now, uh, Beyonce, Sasha. Just put in Beyonce, Sasha. And she talks about how Sasha takes over and that she couldn't do those things on stage. And that even during rehearsals, she can't pull off those things. Oh, bro, she had a whole, a whole album. I am Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. That's her demonic spirit that takes over her. And when you look at the videos of her on stage, dude, you can see that her face is different. Oh. You can see that her dude. face is different. They've I went down that rabbit hole a while ago. How many chocolates have you been eating today, bro? Just one. I'm very clear. Nah, just one. Just one today. <laughs> Hello, my name is Beyonce. <laughs> Times are good for Beyonce. This weekend, she was named Best International Female at the World Music Awards, and she emerges... I am Sasha Fierce. Tell me. Tell me more. <laughs> you have to say Sasha Fierce with more attitude. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I decided to split the album into two because I realized it sounded like two two different bodies of work, and I... I don't think this is it. This is it. No, no, no. Play it. Play it. I wanted them both to be, you know cohesive and um i i like to listen to uh, an album and not have to skip through tracks so i split them into two even the artwork one is really natural and it's really intimate and you know thought-provoking and and emotional it's more serious and that's who i really am and sasha fierce is kind of my alter ego on the stage and it's like mm -hmm crazy in love and the the really sexy fun high fashion um kind of a it's like the personality i've created on on stage while i'm performing if i were a boy seems then to represent the more intimate and serious side to beyonce's character something reflected in the video which helps tell the song's now, story that just that's that's enough actually right there but it just Right there, she's saying how she has an alter ego when she goes on stage. There's other things where she talks, where she talks a little more detailed about it. But um, you know, she's channeling another another spirit, right? And then you look at her song. She has a song called um Denial. And in that song, Denial, in the lyrics, there's a lyric that talks about her ripping up a page of the Bible and using it as a tampon. Right? Now. That's not even normal thinking. Forget about the fact that it's blasphemous, right? Mm -hmm. Forget about the fact that it's straight up blasphemous, right? Even if you don't believe would believe it's blasphemous because you know what blasphemy is. So, you know, Man, that would be blasphemous. My mensis with the pages from the holy book. Yep. Yep. That's a lyric. Okay. That's a lyric. And that's, that's like evil. That's not even like a normal a normal thing for a person, even if they don't believe in God, to turn around and say that they use the Holy Bible 
as menstrual paper. That's very demonic. You understand what I'm saying? Very demonic. And then a husband, right? If you go to the lyrics of New York, he says, Jesus can't save you. Life begins when the church ends, right? So now these are people right here that are huge in the business and, and, and blatantly blaspheming Christ, Jesus. Whether, whether, you know, forget about whatever religion you're into. They're just blaspheming the word of God and, and uh, Jesus. That's what they're doing, okay? And I'm not trying to come as a believer about this, although I am one, so I'm a little biased, but I'm not trying to come that way. I'm just saying this is what's being done right here, right? You're seeing these people saying they channel spirits. You're seeing these people just straight up blasphemy against God. And here's the thing. Who, what other religious leader or, or deity do they attack like that? Do they None, do that man. to Buddha? Do they do that to Muhammad? Do they do that to... They don't do it to no other deity, no other head of any kind of religion. The only people that they attack or that they make fun of is Jesus. And they do it all the time. They do it in Family Guy and movies. Yeah. They do it. They had Netflix had a, a whole series of a Jesus that was like partying and gay, I think, and all this other shit. So that's allowed. They do that all the time. Why do they attack Jesus all the time? But they don't attack all these other religions. Why do you think that is? False prophets. Scripture says that when when Satan offers you, when Satan offers you everything in this world, which he can do in this world, that's why it says, What's it worth to gain the world but lose your soul? Right? What is it? What does it value a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? Right? And when Satan came to to um when he came to to tempt Jesus, one of the temptations was he would give him rule over this whole world and he would give him a land like your land. Mm -hmm. Now to break that into layman's terms is, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. Satan doesn't care if you believe in God. Satan doesn't care if you're deep into religion. That doesn't bother him. He doesn't want you to know the God. Right. He doesn't want you to know the true God. So what he does is he offers you a land like his land, like Jesus's land, which is the land of heaven. He offers you a land like that, which means you could bring religion. Just don't bring the God. You understand what I'm saying? So when you look at all these religions that don't get attacked, why don't they get attacked the way Christianity gets attacked? Because they're not the true religion. At least that's what I'm getting if you look at the way man works, they attack the things that are true and they let the things that are not true continue because that's not bothering them. I see what you're Understand saying. Understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. I'm just going by, listen, you might not Dude, believe I it, I, but I the mean... people who are running this country, the people who make decisions in this world, they believe it because they leave all that other shit alone. Doesn't matter what it is, no matter how good it sounds, because remember, Satanism, you can do good. Satan don't have a problem with you doing good. Satan has a problem with you knowing God. That's it. That's the only problem he has because he knows if you know God, to know God is to serve God. Mm -hmm. 
Because you're not going to, when you meet the true and living God, there's nothing else to do but repent and fall in love. So he doesn't want that. So he'll give you all these other religions, man. And you could be big in them. You can go all the way to the top. But if you don't have the real God, if you don't have the true living, breathing God who speaks to you, who interacts with you, who has a relationship that guides you, then you're good with, with, with Satan or the demons or whatever the hell you want to call it. And whether you believe it or not, that's fine. But I'm telling you, the people who run this country, and I don't mean just the politicians, I mean the people who run it, they believe that. They believe that. That's why they go against that. That's why when you look at everything that's going against, what are they going against? They're going against what we spoke about about the bat. The LGBTQs, they took the rainbow. What was the rainbow? The rainbow was a, 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 a thing made between God and man to so that man could remember the, the, the great flood and how yeah. God said, I won't do that again because he's going to send one that will have mercy, which is Jesus, which now he doesn't have to do that because we're all saved under the blood of Christ. At least that's, that's what it says in the scriptures. I'm not speaking about my personal beliefs, although that's what they are. But I'm just saying in scriptures, if you were to read it, this is what it says. You understand where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. So when you look at that and you look at how Revelation says all the things that it says, which is like left will be right. There'll come a time where left will be right. Up will be down. Right will be wrong. Right. That's now. Right now. You know, right now. Left is right. Up is down. It's all it's all over the place. Everything's all over the place. They, they've managed to separate men and women where women are against each men and women are against each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, and uh, in order for women to have power, they have to be like men. And now they're trying to be like men, which I find very fascinating because the truth of the matter is women are the ones with all the power. Because when it all comes down to it, it's 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 um, the women are the ones that are the gatekeepers of life. They're the ones who allow men on a regular perfect thing. We're not talking about rape or nothing like that. We're talking right. about, you know, consensual. They're the ones who allow men to enter them and impregnate them. So they're the ones with the power. In fact, it's so powerful, the power they have, that this is why men do the things they do. Right. That's why we the work. reason why men work hard to have nice more stuff. money or clout or whatever you want to call it is so that they're more attractive to women so that they can get women. You know what I'm saying? All that shit is to attract women because sex is a very big foundational thing of life because without it, yeah, life ends. Yeah, eating, what I'm eating and reproducing are really the two things that are hardwired and everything, you know? So you look at that, right? Left is becoming right, right is becoming down. They were right about that. You look at the Euphrates River <laughs> drying up. Dude, it was, it I went was right down, about I, that. Now, you see, look I about, don't know about the Euphrates River, bro. I went on I went on this rabbit hole that the Euphrates River and all, all of that, the birthplace of civilization, was actually off the coast of Florida. <laughs> I went on some shit, bro. I was telling you, dude, the Moors, there were, there were, there were, there, there, there was possibly Africans in, in the United States pre 1500s. And that yeah, they may, may, may have came from here and went over, not the other way around. Yeah. But once again, man, like even that stuff, like, cause then people go, but what about this one? And all this information that comes up, like I said, once again, all the information that they're always trying to put out there is information that debunks Jesus. That's what it yeah, all but is. Here's it's the all, thing, bro. It's all Jesus hasn't put a book out in two thousand years. He only put out one book, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I want to drop dude, the we mic. Need, we need a sequel, bro. That's nah, that's the problem. Son, he already knows what's up, man. Number two's never do well. But actually, no, there was a sequel. 
See, that's the thing. The thing was, there was a sequel. It came out three days later, bro. That's the sequel. No, the sequel is the new book. The New what Testament new is the new... Because you have the Old Testament, which is the Quran. I mean, the the the, 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 Torah. the Torah. And then you got the New Testament. Yeah, dog. But, like, come on. When was the New Testament, Testament written? We know it was written hundreds of years after the Old Testament, right? By yeah, who? but it's still it's still the second book. But yeah, but but by who? Well, it was written by a bunch of people through the spirit. See, here's the thing: people go, "It's written by man," and unless you've been born of How the do spirit, you know it wasn't written through the spirit of the demon, dog. I know well, because, you because, because I know your experience. Because that's, that's what I'm going to tell you how you know. See, this is what I'm saying. This is how you know because a tree is known by its fruit. You understand what I'm saying? That's how you can tell of it if it's of God because God is love. You understand what I'm I hear saying? You on that, bro. So I mean, to know, see, in other words, to know if it's of God, you got to know what God's about. Right. God, the the world has tricked us into 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 believing that God is this overpowering. Because when you say Father, which Father is the proper thing to say, because marriage is the most closest. Like I said, everything in the spiritual, they have something in the. In right. the, physical, the physical that translates world. back, and marriage is the closest thing as th that translate as to our relationship to God. You understand what I'm saying? So, so God is the head. You understand what I'm saying? So when you when you um when you look at knowing what happened is is that society has tricked us into thinking that the father is this demeaning thing, and then you also think father, and in society, especially in Western cultures, fathers aren't looked at very highly. Fathers are looked at as abandoning. They looked at they looked at as abusive. They looked at all these things that are that are that are uh, a lot of times not true. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm saying that there's there's a lot of good men out there. I know because I am one, and I'm not a perfect man, but I believe that I am a good man. Someone once asked me, "Would I want my daughter to date a man like me?" And I was able to say yes. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know my heart. Yeah. Not as much as God does, but I know my heart. As much yeah, as I can. Yeah, see, man, and that's the thing that I've always, I've always trust. You know, I've never, I've never read the Bible, but you know, I, I hadn't, I, I didn't need to to get my understanding of God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and to have and to have that relationship. You know. Well, it's funny because I was having a conversation with Mike today, um, and it comes down to this, and this all goes back to I will give you a land like your land. Mm -hmm. See, God doesn't hide His face from people. The question is. Who do you want? Like, do you want to know God? Most people would say yes, but if they really ask themselves, they don't. They do you really want to come face to face with God? God is God real, right? We all want to know why? Because God in us longs to know, just like a child who's adopted and loves the family that adopted him, still wants to know who his biological parents are. Well, biologically, we are from God. So there's a longing to have that relationship with our father, right? Now, remember, God is spirit. He's not man or woman, but that's the, yeah, that's the yeah. you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's a relationship that's longing to be had. That's why it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how much how much, how successful you are, how many people know you. At the end of the day, when you're alone, there's a longing to know something, something mm -hmm. What is it about? That's the longing of a relationship between God calling back to God in you. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we all want to know that. But do you really want to know God? You understand what I'm saying? Like people want to know a God that's going to say it's okay. It's all okay. You're a yeah, great man, person. I think, it, I think it took I got until, you. 
Like they, I got you. Don't worry. It's okay. They don't want to see the God that's going to show them exactly who they are. Right. So that they can see how wretched they really are when they stay. See, here's the thing. We could always find someone to stand next to, right? That we look good next to, mm-hmm. right? We could always do that. I could stand next to a bunch of people that I know that I look great. People will be like, yo, she's the man. When you look at that crew, she's the one that's... So I could find people that I look better than, you know? And that's I'm not talking the, about... That's why I did the podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you could look better than me. And I was going to say that, you know, you could stand next to me and look good, you know? But when you're standing next to holiness... Right. You understand what I'm saying? When you're standing next to perfection, if you're all dressed in white and you get an ink dot on your on your lapel, <laughs> look at me throwing these words around, right? Everyone's going to notice Apple, that ink dot. Yeah. Everyone's going to notice it. You could have a black dog hair this big on your all white suit. Everyone's going to notice. Why? Because it's not perfect. Yeah. There's a blotch on there. You understand what I'm saying? It stands out. Holiness cannot be near wickedness or sin in any way. The two cannot take up the same space. Right. So to be near God, you have to be holy, which no man can be. But if you look at what they teach in Christianity is Jesus, because back in the day, it's got to go a little before this. They would have to they would have to confess their sins onto an animal because the wages of sin is death, which means that to pay for sin, there has to be blood, right? So they would come and they would confess their sins onto the animal. And this was in God's grace so that they would be able to pray to him, confess their sins, then kill that animal. And that animal would die for their sins. A little blood sacrifice. This is also in the Bible, this stuff? Yeah, this is in the uh, in the, in the the Torah. This is, you know, when they sacrifice. Yeah, like I now, said, bro, I never read now, either of these books. Now, now the best, now, they, they would do it like the poor people would do it with pigeons. The rich right. people would do it with lambs. Right. So lambs were the purest that you can actually give. That was the best of the sacrifices. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Scripture calls Jesus the Lamb of God right. who takes away the sins of the world. In other words, once Jesus came, Jesus was that sacrifice, right? This And this is the teachings. This ain't me trying to yeah, preach yeah, yeah, to y'all. Yeah. I'm just telling I, y'all I, the I, teachings. Yeah, I know, I know the song, too. There's so, a, a song so, so what they're saying is, right, God became man, right, for me, for me personally, right? And <clears throat> he was treated as if he did everything I've ever done wrong. That's how he was treated. Right. And they killed him for that because of my sin, wages of sin is death. He got killed for that. He rose in three days, which overcame the power of death. Mm-hmm. So now when God looks at me, he don't see Gary the sinner. If I accept the sacrifice that he made, what he sees is his son's blood all over me. And he sees me as holy. Why the so tricks, now, though, bro? That's the question I've always had. Like, why, you know, why the, why the tricks? Why do you know? What tricks? Like, you know, um, if you don't believe in him, you're you're beat. He doesn't care about the sons, the wayward sons. Like, where do we, where do we go? Well, here's the thing, man. We could all say that, 
right? We could all say that and we could all get mad or whatever. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just no, 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 no. I'm not saying you personally because I've spoken to people that was like, well, then why, why this and that? You're telling me that if I don't believe that I can't get into even if I do good things. Well, when it comes to good things, God says all good things come from him. Right. And when he talks about works, he says, all your righteous acts are but filthy rags to me. In other words, you could, you could do good things to the cows come home, but it doesn't cover up the sin that you've, created because everybody always does something right no matter what it is sin is sin we look at it as levels god looks from on high when you look from on high you can't tell the size of buildings all you see is the flatness of the buildings you understand where i'm coming from yeah yeah, yeah. and that's how he looks at it because even if it's just a dot you're gonna see that on the white yeah you understand what i'm saying so to be near something that's holy you too have to be holy the only way to be holy in the teachings of Christianity is that the blood of of Christ who lived the holy life covers you. So now he sees that you now can have that relationship with God because you were now considered holy. You were the final sacrifice. And people could say that's bullshit, but ever since Jesus rose again, there's no more sacrifices. They're no longer slaughtering animals as sacrifices. In fact, now they go to the water and they cast their sins into the water. How does that cover your sins? There's no blood. So the the sacrifices would have been the Old Testament from Judaism, right? Yes. And when Jesus came on the scene, so to so to so to speak, not when he came on the scene, when he died and rose again. Got it. That's when everything changed. That's when it all changed. That's when he said it is finished. And that's where the real disi- disciples, kind of, well, because he had, I mean, he had the twelve disciples before. The twelve disciples, and they went out, and that's where Christianity started. Yeah. The meaning of Christianity, the word is follower of Christ. Now, once again, you can get into religion and religiosity and all that. And then that's where, you know, man gets involved, you know, with it, with it, you know, with the semantics of what he meant by this or what he meant by that. And we could always debate stuff like that. Um, all this, all this stuff is, is super fascinating to me, man. I mean, but, it's, but, it, but it's the like point I'm trying to make mm-hmm. is that when you look at who, who does the world go after? They don't go after the Muslims. They don't go after the the Buddhists. They don't go after the you know the 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 the, the Catholics, really. Um, they go after Jesus. That's who they go after. That's who they have no problem making fun of. That's who they have no problem ex- uh, 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 blaspheming. They have no problem writing horrible, you know, they have no problem doing that at all. And and everybody's fine with it. You have to ask yourself, why? Why is that allowed? Why are they allowed to attack that? That's all I'm saying. You got to ask yourself, maybe, maybe because Jesus is onto something. You know what I'm saying? Why are they attacking the family? Why are they attacking the children? These are all the things that God cares about. And these are all the things that are being attacked now. You know, so you, th- you think so, that's that that's what's that's what's going on. You think that's that that's what it is. Because I I hear what you're saying, bro. 100%. Oh, I I 100 believe that on the spiritual realm of things, that's exactly what's going on. That's kind of what we talked to Mo about too. One of the you know that that's 100 exactly what's going on. It's just the truth of it. I mean, listen, whether you believe it or not, it's what's going on. And the point I'm trying to make is, if you don't believe it, you don't. You know, listen. I would pray that every man, because God's heart says, my 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 wish is that none shall perish, but all will come to see the glory of God. But see, we all got to ask ourselves, how much do we really want to know God? See, because you got to understand, to know God means you ain't going to stay the same person. 
Right. And everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I know that. You know that. You know that if you really came face to face with God, you're not going to be the same person. A lot is going to change. And when I first, when I first met God, I'll say it like that, right? I didn't go to church. I didn't find God in a church. I found God on the floor in my house in tears. Mm-hmm. With, with a broken, see, that's the thing. I wanted to, I got to a point in my life where I personally needed to know if God is real and if he is, then who the fuck are you? And I think I said it just like that. I always say I cursed him into my life. You know what I'm saying? He meets you where you're at. I really wanted to know. And here's the thing. Anyone who says that, oh, but then if I don't know, no, if you don't know him, it's because you don't want to. Because he says in scriptures, once again, a broken spirit and a contrite heart, I will not despise. Meaning if you really want to know, but he also says you have to come as a child. What does a child know? Nothing. Yeah, you got to come in with nothing. Yeah, you got to come in with nothing. Because I it mean, also dude, all, says, if you all, say you know, I will not show you. God's not a God that likes to waste his time. He's very patient. He's being patient already with all of us. He's very patient. Right. He doesn't like to waste his time, though. That's why those making deals, I make a deal with you, God, this and that. You know, I'm not saying he never calls a person out on that because he knows that that person is sincere. So I'm not saying he doesn't ever call a person out on that, on those deals. But the reality is a broken spirit and a contrite heart he will not despise. A person that really wants to know God. And I don't mean you met someone who who talked to you that it sounded all good and you're like, yo, let me go check out what this dude's into. And now you're part of a religion of some sort, even if that religion is Christianity. What I mean is if you really want to know God, he's going to lead you to know him. He will reveal himself to you. He will. But the question is, how much do you really, do you really, really, do you really want to come face to face with God? Most points, bro. I think it's got to come from a lot of pain, you know, for people. Well, people most do times that. it does. I mean, for for me, man, I'm I'm a firm believer that God is what pulled me out of my addiction. hundred percent. And I came out of it a changed person, dude. I'm not the same person I was. There's yes. a lot of me that's still the same. My personality is still the same. But like, you know, what's in what, what not even I don't even think what's inside has changed is what it's what comes out and the attention behind things that's that's See, changed drastically, you know? And this is what I mean. I mean, listen, God, and that's the funny thing. People have a misconception of God because of society. Um, but he's patient, right? And he's also the perfect gentleman. His scripture says, I stand at the door and knock. Whomsoever shall open that door. And invite me in. I will show them glorious things. I'm paraphrasing the end. Beautiful words. But but what is he saying? He's saying, one, he stands at the door and knocks. He doesn't kick your door in Mm -hmm. like it's a fucking brazen house robbery. You know what I'm saying? He knocks like a perfect gentleman. And after you open that door, he says, whomever shall invite me in. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of people say, I'll give you this much, but that's as far as I'm going to go, God. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants God to get them through. Nobody necessarily wants to do those things that that God says, this is what you was called to do. I'm not going to lie. One of the biggest things for me personally, when God started coming into my life was, you know, like I knew it was going to change me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I knew it was going to change me. And I was running around this dude 
triangle hood, living in the hood, trying to have that 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 respect. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go and tell people, you know, yeah, I don't want to hustle no more because I found God. I don't want to hang out on the block and do that shit no more because I found God. I don't want. Oh, you found God, son. You found God, and 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 you know, it made me feel like people were gonna think I'm weak. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of that. Which there was a lot of, of street shit too. Bro. There, there was yeah. a lot of. I knew yeah. I was eventually gonna stop hustling. I mean, I was still hustling, but I knew that that was gonna go away too. And then I had the fear of, well, how am I gonna make my money? Right. I don't want to just work in a fucking, in a fucking Target. You know, I don't. I don't just want to be in. The, come on, man. I like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do, do if I don't hustle? There was a thing of knowing everything that I was was gonna change. Yeah. And there's a fear in that. You understand what I'm saying? The only reason why I don't have that fear no more is because of God. The only reason I was able to come out here is because of God. You know, because God says, I do not put in you a spirit of fear. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason why I'm not afraid is because I could look at the track record. I could look at the track record of all the times I prayed and all the times I thought shit was not going to go good. And, and I heard God telling me, be still and know that I am God. You understand what I'm saying? And somehow it all just worked out. Now I could sit there and say, oh, the reason why I worked out is because this person called this person or I happened to run into this person who did this for me. No, that's taking away the glory of God. That's the way God works. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So people could the- tell me whatever they want to tell me, but I know who changed my life. People can get me to doubt certain things of passage in the scripture. They can get me to doubt that shit. I'm not that strong of a believer. I'm not. I, I know that I'm weak, you know, so people can get me to doubt certain things in scripture. What nobody can get me to doubt is that there is a true living, breathing God that is totally interacting with you in your life. If you let him through Jesus Christ, that no one could argue with me. I can, you can't because that's what I did. And that's what's going on in my life. And 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 the reason I, I just I'm, I'm trying to get this straight, bro. So the reason that you you believe that is because you found God through Jesus Christ and his teachings, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see, without church. From, and, and man, I feel like, you know, cause we've talked about it. I feel like we've had the, 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 a very similar spiritual experience, you know, and I didn't mind, you know, in, in AA and it, it happens, you know, I don't know if it was what I did in there or what I, I did it out there, but like the roots of that is all, all founded in Christianity. You know, yeah. it's, it's, well, I mean, and what happens a lot is people have these, you know, like spiritual awakenings, right? Right. And then they do it when they're at the low. And then they, they put their faith in God and they get out of it. And then they put God on the back burner and they go, all right, God, I'll see you when I need you again. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? See, man, what it's, what it's been for me, dude, is, is I, I had, had my experience. I helped other people out and I was in it for a while until I couldn't get down with the, the rhetoric of the, of the program, right? But what I learned was how to stay in touch with, you know, the God inside me and, and the, you know, the positive things that I do. And that's the way I, I carry myself, which, I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me, but that, I mean, that's, those are the teachings of Jesus. Well, see, I can't not, tell you, you know? if you're wrong. Right, 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 right. You know, those are things that, that. But there's the same intentions is, is what I'm what I'm saying is like the same intentions that I can I, tell you I what carry. scripture says about things. Yeah. You know, but I can't, you know, I can't tell you if you're wrong. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that alone, 
alone is where you find yourself. Alone is where that relationship grows. You understand what I'm saying? That's why when people don't like to be alone, like when people go, oh, I don't like to be alone. I get lonely. I don't like to. And that's what fucked up a lot of people during this lockdown. I love it. Um, I love it. Being I love up in my head, bro. I, I love, love being alone. It. It's where you grow. It's where you change, you know? And that's the thing. Like, once again, like I said, man, there's there's a lot of ways to 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 feel good. There's a lot of ways, you know, um, even the thing of like um uh when they talk about uh the power of not the power of suggestion, but what is it like uh when you're positive, positive things come to you and um attraction, the laws of attraction. Laws of attraction. They'll call it the laws of attraction, right? And the laws of attraction, there are true things about that. You know, if you're a scent, you're gonna attract people if you're an older you're gonna put people away right when what i believe attracts people to me is the spirit of god in me i've been told when i walk in a room people go like i've walked into a room once and, and someone goes you're on the show tonight right and i go yeah they go i can tell the minute you walked in hmm. that you was something other than just and i and that's not me dude and i've always said that before it's not me so who is it We've talked about this. this It's the spirit of God, dude, that I'm in touch with, that I'm in tune with, that I need to get more in tune with because I'm only, but I'm not claiming to be perfect at all. I'm very bad at this, (laughs) but, but I do understand what it is I'm striving for and who's going to get me there. So what I realize is, is that in all things, right? Because uh, I saw this chick who she was into the whole new age thing. And she was saying that she would conjure up, you know, positive things in her life. If they wanted a job, they would walk around in circles and conjure up these things to to get, and they would get the job, you know? Um, because in this world, the enemy has a lot of power in this world. You know what I'm saying? But that's why scripture says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He that is in the world is Satan. He's the master of this world, given, given the free reign on this world. For whatever reason, he was given that free reign for this time, you know. But who's greater than that? The one in you. See, God doesn't dwell on this earth. He dwells in the people. He dwells in the heart. He is the spirit that makes our heart pump, that makes our mind think, that heals our flesh. How did the body do all Look, man, science can't even explain it. The body is a miraculous thing. And even the things that science does explain, it's so miraculous that there has to be a God. You understand what I'm saying? Because things have to be so perfect to pop off, you know? So greater is he that is in you. If you are a follower of Christ, the spirit of God is alive in you. Sin no longer has control over you. And that's not to say you're not going to sin. I sin. And I know what I got to do. And I'm fighting it because of that sinful nature in man and that fear of, will I still be who I am? If I don't do this, if I don't do that, if I don't do this, will I still be rated G without a little debauchery? Will will I still be rated G without all the debauchery? See, but God tells me all the time, but he has bigger plans. He has bigger plans for us all, man. I will show you things that you never thought possible. And my thinking not possible are very small, dude. Like I never thought I'd own a brand new car. I never thought I would go into a fucking dealership and buy a brand new car. Why not? I always had good jobs. I bought my family one. I bought a house. I never saw me walking in and buying me a brand new car. 
off the lot. I bought two in the last two years. Off the lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 like that's only through the miracle of God. Cause everything just comes from me just following the footsteps that he's providing in front of me, dog. You know, and I, and I'm not perfect at all. Far from, you know, I'm not trying to preach at anybody. I'm not trying to convert nobody. I'm just telling you what, what it says and what their belief is and how everything goes against that belief in this society. So you have to believe that the people that are running this, they believe that. And they're going against them, which would make them Satanist and would make them trying to demolish and keep you away from God. That that's that's what it's doing. That's what TV does. And that goes back to, like I said, who is entertaining us? If these people are conjuring up spirits, demons, okay, if they're conjuring up demons, then who is entertaining us? If when they're doing that performance, there's a demon in them doing that performance. <laughs> Who is entertaining us? You know, and how devil, do you know? Apparently well, the devil. How do you know? Well, look at the fruit. Look at the message of the movies. Look at the message of the stories. You understand what I'm saying? Look at what I, I the message is. Dude. I want to look at something. What do you, what do you, got, no. what do you got for me? Dude. I haven't seen it yet, but supposedly Disney Plus, right, has that new Santa Claus movie, right? And in the Santa Claus movie, there's a scene where the kids run out and it's supposed to say, we love Santa. And instead it says, we love Satan. And that's in like one of the new movies. <clears throat> Just put in, we love Satan, Disney Plus, And I guarantee you the video will pop. You know, and this is what I mean when I say. Oh, and Tim Allen. Yeah, with Tim Allen. Yeah. Who supposedly is a Christian? Who supposedly is a Christian? You know? And I mean, you could say the same thing. Yeah, this is it right here. This is the scene. I can't hear it, can you? No, but that's all right. You, all you gotta see is that. We love you, Satan. And it's supposed to be a joke. I think the kid in the middle winds up running, you know, to the other end. But it's already been put out there. It's already been put out there. The The honor in a Christmas movie, which is about the birth of Jesus, or supposed to be. That's why I don't celebrate none of these holidays. But Christmas is supposed to be about the birth of Jesus. In a movie about Christmas, they put up, we love you, Satan. Even if it's just for a second, they said to Satan, we love you, Satan. Dude, <laughs> even if it's just for a second, even if that kid looks down and goes, oh, it's the wrong one and runs to the side and we all laugh about it. I'm telling you, man, who's entertaining you? They went well, back and, to and, I Love and, Lucy, and, dude. And here, here's, here's what I, I got to watch whatever we're talking about. Uh, so, you know, the USA Today says the Satan warning is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's, why are they doing that? If it's it a joke. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's it's like what? Yeah, but like, see what people don't realize, realize is it's already been said. It's already the homage has already been given. It's on the film. They come out, they go, "We love you, Satan." Oh, let's turn that around. We love you, Santa. But they already said, "We love you, Satan." The homage has already been put out there. 
Another character they went back. Can into I ask you a, this? How was Tim Allen's performance in the movie? I didn't watch the movie. I don't watch yeah. Santa Claus movies, man. You know, the only movie I watched was Santa Claus. I ain't gonna lie, is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's just a great movie. Yeah, I like you the Rudolph, dude. The Rudolph and the nah. and the Misfit Toys. No, no, no. All that other shit. Fuck that. I'm just saying, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is a classic. It's a great. It's just a great movie. Um. But here's the thing. I love Lucy, right? Lucy Ball was was a was a movie actress. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She went from being a movie actress to starting on TV. To this day, it still looked well. Now, not as much, but back in the day, that was like you took a step down if you went from doing movies to doing TV, because movie actors looked at TV actors as like the way the way cops look at um at, at uh auxiliary police. You know what yeah, I'm saying? COs. Or COs. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how actors would look at. But she went during a good time in her career and became a TV person. She said that the spirit of, was it Greta Garbo or uh, was it Marilyn Monroe? Well, she said the spirit of one of these famous dead actresses visited her and told her to take the part. And she took the part. In right. Lucy? Yeah, and she took the part for I Love Lucy, right? Now, I Love Lucy came out in a time where people got to remember that this country, when it was first, you know, coming up, it was it was very, listen during, listen, during the segregation, man, Blacks were making a lot of money. They were creating their own banks, creating their own money, creating desegregating shit. And, and the, we can get into the conversation of that, how it fucked up a lot of things and, and, and the whole For the reason blacks, behind I those assume, movements right? was to try to get the blacks to depend more on the government and not do for themselves. Because in the first 20 years after slavery, they were already opening up banks. They were already creating their own neighborhoods and, and policing themselves and doing everything. And people were like, if yeah. they did this in 20 years, imagine what they're going to do even more. We have to find a way to get them to need us. That's a whole other story we can get into. But, but getting back to the I Love Lucy, right? Getting back to the I Love Lucy, if you look at the show and what the show was about, right? Now, remember, the shows before this were all like Leave it to Beaver right, and stuff like that, where the father was the head of the household. You know what I'm saying? The, mother, the wife was the loving wife nurturing the children, the children would mess up and the parents would give them their guidance on right from wrong, right? That was all the shows back in the day, right? Lucy comes along, right? And every show is the same. Every show is Lucy telling Ethel not to say nothing to her husband because she was doing something behind her husband's back. That was usually something funny, not cheating on him, but doing something trying to, you know, create her own niche, her own way, and then telling a friend not to say nothing to Ricky. Right. To hide it from her husband. You understand what I'm saying? And then doing things behind her husband's back. That was the message of every single episode. And we laughed at it because, you know, it was done in a jokingly way. But really what it was doing was putting a niche, the first little niche, in the relationship between a man and a woman. It was showing that a woman lying to her man and keeping things behind his back was funny. It's nothing really wrong with that, especially if it's something little. She's not cheating on him. She's just 
taking what a job somewhere. What documentary did you watch, bro? You know, and then what did you watch? And the then, connections that you've been making in this episode, man. Well, I what was tell so you. crazy is this is well, this is an accumulation of a bunch of I different know, dude, documentaries I, I that know. I have watched. I've never seen you like this, man. But, this has been the craziest also, episode of all time. But it's also, but check this out, dog, because I'm not gonna lie, I like didn't realize is, that. Is but I love Lucy. Yeah, right, but we gotta remember there's a thing called patience because we're just pawns. The devil doesn't give a fuck about us. All he cares is that we die not knowing God. That's all he cares about, right? I noticed when they worked up, where did I I love Lucy eventually go? If I love Lucy eventually became love uh, uh married with children, in a sense, because it was a family show. Married with children to me was very big on breaking down the American family and breaking apart the American family. One of my favorite shows, one of my favorite shows, I'm not dissing anybody who was in it or whatever. I'm not saying that the people who acted knew what they were doing, knew how they were being used. But if you look at that, right? The father, no respect. Mother doesn't respect them. Kids don't respect them. Job don't respect them, right? And then look who came out after that. You got Homer Simpson, not respected by the sons, not respected by the kids, not respected by the wife. He's a dummy, ain't used for nothing. You got Peter from Family Guy. Mm -hmm. You get all these fathers now. And I started noticing it. All these fathers now in the family who are dumb. They're just dumb. They're just dumb old men. What about you know, show, and uh, no uh, one mom with Anna Ferris? No dad. No dad. No one respects him. And I started seeing that in the culture. I seen it very early. I seen it in the commercials where the men were starting to look dumb that's all fucking commercial dog where the dude is in his car on the side of the road in the rain and then the woman comes and changes his tire i'm like a man don't know how to change a tire and and a woman came and yeah because a woman's the one that's going to roll up at midnight they're going to send a woman out to go change a tire on the side of the road even if she knows how that's what they're going to send a woman to go do on the side of a road for a man that's broken down on the side of a road. No one knows from Adam. You know, I started seeing that. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? And I kept saying it and saying it and people like do your bugging. And now look at what's going on now. You know, just look at what's going on now. Men, men are unneeded. They're not needed. They're not this, they're not that. And, uh, and they got men going against women because men are defending themselves and they're breaking up men and women. They're breaking up the family and and it, and it's in our entertainment and and who is entertaining us you know what I'm saying not in this show who are we allowing to flow through us you know and that's the thing i'm trying just to be more sensitive to that now because we all open ourselves up to spirits at all times you're trying to be more sensitive to the fact that it can happen is that what you're saying i'm trying to be more sensitive as to what spirit i'm letting in right i got you it's hard, bro. It's hard with a lot of the stuff we watch too, bro. It's like, you know, what am I letting in? And the thing is, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, there's this one band, I forgot the name of it, but they used to pray. They used to conjure up spirits on all their new albums. And they would ask that spirit to attach himself to all their albums that are sold. All right. And that's why there's also people say like, if you're, if you're getting um attacked, like there's people out there that get attacked on spiritual levels. You understand what I'm saying? Like they're tortured on spiritual levels, whether it's in their dreams, whether it's at night in their house, they're, they're seeing actual shit. If you got shit like that going on in your crib, you got to ask yourself, 
what allowed that in your crib? Yeah, what actions? What actions? You understand what I'm saying? It's not ghosts, baby. It's spirits I and demons. Ghosts, you know what I'm saying? It's demons. If it's an angel, although I've heard angels can be terrifying, you will have a peace. And you got to look at the fruit. It's not going to be a fruit of fear. God is not a God of fear. He's not trying to put fear into you. He's not trying to scare you into, into finding him. But the truth of the matter is, man, we all need to ask ourselves, man, do you really want to know him? That's what it all comes down to. Do you really want to know him? That's what it comes down to. Because if you really want to know him, you'll find him. But I believe most people don't want to know him. Most people want to know the gods that they conjured up them to be. And even in, once again, scripture says there will come a time where all men become a God unto themselves. And if you look at this whole trans movement, what is that? Hold on, bro. Let me, let me, let me put it to you this way. Is it that they don't want to know or that it's from such an early age, they got this programming and aren't strong, you aren't strong enough to break, break, break free from it, you know? Or, or they don't have that thing to make them break break free from the from the programming, you know. Well, yeah, everyone, I mean, everyone's got to have that experience to to break free from this. You know, that's the well, red pill moment. You know. Well, that's the thing. Listen, when people say they're indoctrinating our children, we all indoctrinate our children. We all indoctrinate each other. We're all trying to get people to believe in a certain way. The question is, what way? Who do you want indoctrinating your kid? And what do you want your kid to be indoctrinated with? Right. We, we could all act like, well, what's right or wrong? Well, who says what's right or wrong? We know what's right or wrong. It's in here. Bro. You know yeah, what's right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Here. And you know what might be right. Or even though it might not be right, you could still be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do as an adult. It's not right for children. We know that. You know what I'm saying? Like to sit there and say, <laughs> we don't know right from wrong is foolish. It's foolish. You know right from wrong. You know, and 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 people say, you know, there is no God or whatever, whatever. I mean, that's listen, that's fine. You can you can you can absolutely feel that way. Um but we'll, we'll all see if we were right or wrong. I got a I got a I got a question for you. You know, people always say, Well, what if you're wrong, G? So what if I'm wrong? Do you, like, you know what I'm saying? So what does that yeah, do to me I mean, if yeah, I'm wrong? I yeah. lived a good life. I lived a life where I tried to be a noble, honest man in, 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 in doing it for God, which I know I'm not wrong, by the way, because there is an assurity that you get. Like, I know I'm not wrong. Um, even in my spiritual journeys that I've taken psychedelically, they've all brought me back to Christ. And this is, yeah, this is, I, dude, I want to understand what I'm saying. They all point back. It took me a while to actually connect the pieces. But when I connected all the pieces, they all bring me back to the belief in Christ. All of them. Two, two part question, bro. Two part question. Do you think that when you take the, those psychedelics, that they put you into connection with either God or the spirit of Jesus or whatever you want to call it secondarily you know, you know what the pineal gland is and that we have that in our brain. The third eye. Do you, do you think that like, you know, the stuff with, you know, fluoride and, and other chemicals that the, you know, the government has put in us block that, which then blocks our access to the true God. Cause that's, that's yes. honestly, man, that's what I've always thought. Yes. You yes. Know? I believe and, and, that and, the, 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 that gland, that third eye. Yes. I do believe that that is a connection between us and God. I do. I do believe that God has, um, 
has placed things on this earth to 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 kind of like because even with psychedelics there comes a point you don't need them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like when i like right now I, i'll take a micro i've been microdosing yeah. that's more just to get my my brain open and awake and, and popping i haven't tripped tripped where like i'm tripping on that level of of uh you know spiritual awakenings um i haven't done that in a while because the truth of the matter is, you know, it's pretty open. <laughs> this shit is pretty open. And and from there you can feed, you can feed, you know, between I mean, I mean, like I said, once again, we could talk the semantics of that. Um, and, that's, and that's also why I've always thought that they were outlawed. Because it doesn't make you know, any yes, sense. Yes, yes, I believe that any, too. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you outlaw something that <laughs> I mean it's a it's a it's a plant. Yeah, it's a plant and it's, it's and, plant. and it's a beautiful plant and and it and it and it brings about beautiful thoughts. And for me, but it I mean, made all, me question the things do, of this of world to really get closer to God. Peyote, mescaline, um, even DMT, you know, they they you know, there's people who speculate that the burning bush with Moses was actually uh, uh, a bush that had, you know, high levels of of like DMT in it and, and it burned and and he had, you know, he met God that way, you know. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff I mean, like I, I've met God both ways. I've met God completely sober in tears. Yeah. And I've met God uh on my DMT explorations. Well, I didn't actually speak to him, but I got to see what I believe was the glory of God and it was blinding and it was beautiful and and it's definitely something to look forward to, but I have I have um I have things to do, I guess, here on this earth. Are you um, are you worried now. about are you worried about dying at all? No. Yeah, me neither. Not in the slightest, bro. Not in the slightest. No, I mean, I mean, I uh, I, I'm gonna. Be I'd sad. be lying if I said I want to live a longer life. Yeah, me too. I feel like I enjoy my life. I love my life. I yeah. love, I love the fact that I'm at a point now where I appreciate the pain and everything else. I appreciate it all, man. I, 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 I even appreciate my regrets. Like in other words, I, I appreciate it all, man. Um. And and I realized that life is just what life is. And yeah, I want to live a long life. Um, I always say, listen, if you're gonna take me tomorrow, that that's what you're gonna do. But I I don't mind, I don't mind hanging out a little longer. I do like I do like life, you that's know. But I'm not afraid to die. We're all gonna die. Um, and I understand that. Like the truth of the matter is, we don't die. This body will die. I will move on to be whole again with my God. You know what I'm saying with God, the true and living God. Like, like, um, I will, I will move on to heaven. And and we were talking about this today. Like when you when you talk about heaven, the the breakdown of the word heaven means to be in the presence of God. You know, and you disappeared on. I'm good. Battery. You're not good if you're not listening to me. I'm listening to you, but the the battery went out. I know. I I got patience. Um, you should have had your llama lamp. That would have never have happened. Um, it was the camera battery, not the light battery. Yeah, well, you know, if you break down what the words mean, heaven, yeah. when broken down, you know, in the translation of what it originally means, means in the presence of God, that's heaven. And hell is to be away from God. That's why on this earth, people say, oh, this earth is hell. Well, what's your relationship with God? Oh, I don't believe in God. Well, yeah, I, then I get why it's hell. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? My life has had big moments of heavenly heavenly things and listen we have freedom of will man 
God don't want God don't want robots and shit like that. He's not an overbearing person. He's just holy. It's just what he is. You understand what I'm saying? And and he wants to chill with his children. But in order to do that, we too have to be holy. And because of sin and because we're not God, we can't do that on our own. God loves us so much. He became one of us. He let himself be mutilated on the fucking cross, overcame death. If you accept that, if you say, I believe that happened because that makes sense to me and I believe that. Then they say the spirit of God comes in you and now you are able to be in the presence of your father like you're supposed to be. But we're still but children and children rebels what we do. You know, it's in our nature. You don't have to teach a child to be good. You have to teach it. I mean, to be bad. You have to teach a child to be good. If you tell the kid, don't touch this. If I put this on the table, I say, don't touch that. That kid, once I walk away, he's going to go to touch. Right away. You know, you have to teach him to be good because our, our natural thing is to sin. But that's also not to say that I, I believe also that there's a natural thing of love in us, too. There is. That gets corrupted as we get older and older. You know, 100%. even like I said, like I make the joke about about uh, holidays and like two fairy and Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. And that's the thing. Once again, Satan is a tricky motherfucker because we sit there and go, it's just Santa Claus. It's just this. It's just that. No, it's a parent breaking a child's trust. That's what it is. It's a parent lying to their kid and eventually the kid figures out the lie and you go, oh, well, I just like doing that. And then the Santa and then this and that. And your parents lied to you three times. And now they want to talk to you about God. Another being that you can't see with your eyes, but you have to have faith in. And they wonder why kids don't. But because your parents have lied to you over and over and over again, they broke that trust. Seems harmless, but is it harmless? No, it's a great dude. It's a, it's a really, really, really good point. And honestly, that which me and you have talked about, that alone made me rethink a lot, a lot of stuff, bro. Listen, I don't blame my parents. You know what I'm saying? But it just, but it just shows how they nick at the family, nick at the family, nick at the family, right? To break which the is, trust, which is what I said have before. the children against the fathers. It also said in the last days. Brothers will be against sisters. Fathers will be against mothers. Brothers will be against fathers. Fathers will be against daughters. What do you think is going on now, dude? What do you think is going on now? I'm, I'm talking Mass about the trans shit. The trans shit. There's a school. I forgot where it was. I'll find out for the next episode because we're getting kind of late in this. But I'll find out for next. There's a school that was transing a girl and they were hiding it from the parents. All right. They were hiding it from the parents and they were transing the child. They were helping the child to transition and hiding it from the parents. And they have emails of them saying, don't tell the parents. A federal judge threw out the lawsuit from the parents. See that? See that? They're taking the sides. That dude that we showed, remember that dude who was giving the dildos to the, to the children? And he said they were playing with the dildos and the butt plugs. This the school is backing him. Yeah, I know, dude. The school is backing I him. Know. Dude, I, I I'm telling you, man, since I've been home, you know, my dad watches, you know, like cable TV. And I just watch the commercials, bro. And me and him just 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 I mean, we almost laugh because it's almost comical. It's almost comical. Well, ladies know? and gentlemen, 
Listen, man. I want to thank you. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't uh, get too preachy to people today, man. I hope I, was, I hope you don't think I was trying to preach at you. I just went down this rabbit hole of who it is that's entertaining us, who it is that we're watching when we're on TV, and I was very interested in it. Um, I just wanted to share that with you. Like once again, I hope you don't feel I, I was trying to be preachy or whatever, but it is what it is. And I'm not saying you got to believe it. I'm saying that the people running this country, running this world, they believe it. So you got to know who your enemy is. That's all it is. And um, if you're still listening, I thank you for listening. Uh, Brian, man, I love you, dog. I love you. That was one of the best make episodes sure you, we had in a while. Make sure you time. tell the people that you love, you love them, man. All right? Make sure you tell them because tomorrow is not promised to you, man. Stop thinking it is. One of the biggest lies we have is that we have time. And no one knows how much they got, dude. It's fleeting. So I thank you for spending your valuable time with us, man. That means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to Brian. You can follow Brian at Brian Licata. Brian T. Licata. Brian T. Licata on Instagram. You can follow me, Gary G. Garcia. Uh, check me out every Monday over in uh, Manhattan. I'm doing the Not Quite Tuesday Monday midnight show. And, yo, it's popping. The last bunch of shows have been popping. They've been packed. So come out there with me and my man, Adam. And uh, you can find me also at uh, AC Jokes. Go to acjokes.com and check out the lineups. I'm there uh, pretty much all the time if I'm not on the road. I got a couple of things coming up. So follow me and find out where they are. Uh, also, Brian has another podcast, in case you don't know, uh, with Dom Herrera. Uh, what's Yo it called? Dom. Yo Dom. Yo Dom. Yo Dom. Check that one out. He has some big guests on there, man. Like, you, you know, a bunch of, bunch of great people on there. So go check that out on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure on Pandora and everything else as well. Yeah, right. We all over. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, thanks for listening, man. This is Rated G. We appreciate y'all, man. Peace. Peace.